Welcome to Talking Business Now. I'm your host, Kelly Scanlon. Thank you for joining us. Marketing can be a confusing proposition for many business owners and executives. These days, new platforms and opportunities seem to pop up every week in an already crowded field of opportunities. Enter influencer marketing. You've probably experienced it, but you may not have realized it, and it's likely your company hasn't used it. Our guest today, Stacy Jones, joins us to explain the ins and outs of influencer marketing and how effective it can be if you work with the right people and it's done well. Stacy is the CEO of Hollywood Branded, an LA influencer marketing, branded content, and product placement agency. She has 23 years of leadership experience building global branded content campaigns for hundreds of brands, and she hosts the podcast, Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. I asked Stacy about the landscape of influencer marketing and what that means for brands. There are influencers who have specialty focuses on literally everything and anything one can think of, whether that is baking and cooking, whether that is gardening, whether that is finance, whether that is just lifestyle or anything in between. There is someone out there creating content, whether that's video or still imagery content and sharing it with their fan base. And what brands have the opportunity to do is leverage this very coveted fan base that's very tuned in and very engaged in those influencers they follow. We'll hear more from Stacy and the ins and outs of influencer marketing right after this message from our sponsor, Interobang Solutions. Would you like to position your company as an industry thought leader, increase engagement, and build credibility with prospects and clients, establish your influence as a trusted resource. Interobang Solutions offers full-service writing and publishing solutions that deliver your company's messages with a bang. You can count on us to provide turnkey solutions that support your existing marketing and communication staff or act as your full-service outsourced partner. Interobang Solutions providing custom writing, editing, and publishing solutions. Visit www.interobanksolutions.com. We are talking business now with Stacy Jones, the founder and CEO of Hollywood Branded. In this episode of Talking Business Now, Stacy talks with us about the ins and outs of influencer branding and how your company can benefit if you choose the right partners. Welcome, Stacy. Hi, Kelly. Thanks so much for having me here today. You bet. It's it's a huge topic. Marketing itself is a huge topic. As I said in the intro, it's it's something that a lot of people, especially non-marketing professionals, have a hard time getting their, their arms around. And then you throw um, influencer marketing into the mix and, you know, a whole nother opportunity there. So I guess to get started, let's just talk about what influencer marketing is. Sure, absolutely. So influencer marketing right now is one of the most the hot topics of all things advertising and marketing, right? Yes. Everyone knows that their influencers are out there. They know that there's teens and tweens following all of these heartthrobs and the people that they like online, but it also scales upwards. So it goes well beyond 
the world of kid and into the world of adult. So there are influencers who have specialty focuses on literally everything and anything one can think of, whether that is baking and cooking, whether that is gardening, whether that is finance, whether that is just lifestyle or anything in between, there is someone out there creating content, whether that's video or still imagery content, and sharing it with their fan base. And what brands have the opportunity to do is leverage this very coveted fan base that's very tuned in and very engaged in those influencers they follow by working with the influencer and having them help the brand out by creating content and sharing what they think about the brand with their own influencer base. Okay. So when you say creating content, do you mean blogs? Do you mean social media posts? Talk to us about the specific kinds of content that they use. So influencers create content that can include blogs. It can also include uh, videos on YouTube or on Instagram. It can include Instagram stories where there's behind the scenes um, short videos that are taken by someone. It can include um, still images that are shared on like the grid or the social media platform of that influencer. And then there's text that accompanies it and it's called out uh, with messaging around the brand. And if you are a brand, by the way, and you're doing this, make sure that you're also including hashtag ad, hashtag sponsor in any of these types of things so that you stay um, compliant with the FTC and rules and regulations that our country has. Good point. But all of these different, yeah, all of these platforms have really great value to brands if they are leveraged the right way. And what do you mean by that? Well, a brand needs to understand that they can't just partner with any influencer. They need to find one that's authentic and organic to who their brand is, that shares either a current um, audience makeup of who the brand is marketing to or who has a audience makeup of uh, specific demographics that the brand would like to start marketing to. And they need to work with someone who is going to be very genuine and appear to be very organic and very authentic. That's the big buzzword of the last year or so. Mm -hmm. uh, so that the partnership actually seems natural and not forced. You said the authenticity. You you really hit a hot button there because so often we had heard, oh, you know, they're being paid. These influencers are being paid. So, of course, they're going to say good things. And if it's not monetarily, then they're being paid in product. And then on the other end, you're saying, you hear people say, admit, I never even used the product. So talk to us about how to avoid those kinds of scenarios. Well, you definitely want to make sure you avoid the I've never used the product and I'm just posting it for money type of scenario. Mm -hmm. That's not a win no. for anyone. And it's not a win for the influencer's follower base, though, either. And so today, more influencers are less likely to work with a brand that they do not actually like, appreciate, align with. Um, they don't want to turn off their follower base. I mean, mm -hmm. you're talking about whether it is a small influencer starting out, and that's what we consider like a nano influencer. They have under 10,000 followers, right? Mm -hmm. They are massive, massive uh, influencers to their fan base. So are micro influencers who have maybe up to 30 to 50,000 followers. You know, both of these have done something right where they're on the track 
of becoming what we call a macro influencer, which has hundreds of followers, hundreds of thousands Mm, of followers, and then into a celebrity who has millions of followers. Now, all of them can't be discounted, and all of them have just as much value to a brand, um, but they, they have different levels. So you're looking at someone who does not want to turn off that follower base that they are working with. They know how to start getting people, even at the lowest levels, to start following them and stay following them. They know how to create content that looks great. Uh, they know how to word things in such a way that their fan base resonates with. So that's the power of the influencer, and that's also the reason why they're not going to necessarily say, just fork over money and pay me lots of money and I'll shout to from the hilltops about your brand if they don't actually feel like there's a connection because all of those thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, or millions of followers that they have are going to sense that. They're going to see that it's inauthentic, that it's not genuine, that it is just salesy and advertising, and no one wants salesy and advertising. Talk about the relationship between the influencer and the brand, uh, who's controlling the brand. So if I'm working with an influencer, I'm, I'm a company with a brand that I want to promote, and I'm working with you, how does that relationship look? What would be my involvement in it? How would I work with the influencer? Sure. So after you've actually connected, and whether that is through a software platform or just literally by reaching out and direct messaging them or finding their information on a blog and sending them an email, however you connect, the next conversation goes into sharing what you're looking for, right? So Mm -hmm. being very upfront of saying, you know, these are the deliverables I'm looking for. I am interested in having, you know, multiple posts with video content created where my brand is being featured um, in the month of March, right? So mm-hmm. these are some very specific words that you've used. You, you can, as an influencer, say, ah, they're looking for at least three pieces of content. They need it to be video, and it's going to be in March. And now you can be able to actually talk about dollars and cents and what it's going to cost the brand, because it is going to cost the brand something, because these influencers are not just media outlets, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could think of a social media influencer as basically in comparison to a magazine. They have a uh, publication and they have content within their platform and they have their followers who read it or watch it. But there's so much more. They are the creative directors. They are the writers. They are the videographer. They are the copywriter. They are the editor. They are oftentimes the actor. They're all of these roles rolled up into one. So they are literally a creative agency for your brand coming on board to create content for you that then they are going to publicize across to their own publication base. So that's where the conversation needs to be understood. So it's not you as a brand coming in and saying, I'd like you to get an angle of my product of your left shoulder, make sure the logo takes up three quarters of your post um, and giving all of these variables that the influencer needs to adhere to. It's more of a conversation of educating the influencer on who, educating the influencer on who your brand is, on uh, what makes the brand unique, what are the attributes of it and letting them run with it. We're also sharing any 
no-goes along the way so that everyone at least is on the same page of what should not happen within this post. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so basically that conversation is an educational one. Uh, for, for both sides, because I know business owners, for example, who probably aren't even, they, they know they need uh, their brand promoted, but they can't even come in and say, I want three pieces of content. <laughs> and they would be looking for some suggestions from the influencer. So I'm assuming that it's a fluid conversation <laughs> and that depending on the level of marketing savvy that the client has, that the influencer will step in and make those recommendations. 100% influencers going to do that. And some of that's going to be also guided by the budget, right? Smaller budgets, probably less involvement. Higher budgets, more involvement. Talk about how you find those right influencers to begin with. Where You know, I, I come into the office one day. I know I've got to get the brand uh, promoted. Maybe I've heard this podcast or some of your podcasts, Stacey. And uh, it's like, I, I don't know where to start. How, how do I begin that search? Well, I think first you start thinking about who your customer base is that you either have or that you want. And then you start diving in to who are they following? Who are they watching? You know, who are their heroes uh, in the whole influencer space? So if you can kind of dial back and think about that, and, and it's not hard, start Googling, right? You can Google influencer for makeup. And you're going to start seeing some really giant influencers with really big fan bases pop up. But you can dial down into that and start poking around. And really the whole thing with influencer marketing is it does take some time and it does take some research skills because you're kind of canvassing and poking and seeing who kind of vibes with your brand to see who might be a good fit. And once you get down to seeing a few different selections or 10 selections or 100 different selections, you're going to want to go and deep dive a little bit further because now you're looking at not only what the size of their fan base is, but also the size of their engagement. Do they actually have people responding to the content that they're posting? Because there is something that's very scary, and if you don't know about it, you do need to know about it. Influencers can buy fake followers and you want to avoid that at uh, all costs right because then you're paying for nothing mm -hmm. and so it's easy to tell and you can actually go through and look to see do the comments seem spammy or normal I mean spammy are like totally off the wall makes no sense like why would someone write that that's spammy <laughs> right. right or if it looks like it's something kind of like almost a a robot wrote where it's just weird. Um, you don't want that influencer. If you see that, you know, they say that they have 150,000 followers, but they only have 10 uh, likes on that post that they did. Well, there's something wrong because on average, you should be seeing at least a 2% engagement for it to be like a decent, solid, good engagement. And, and that's easy to do. You just look at the influencer's last 10 posts, you average what their total reach is, and of all those posts, you add up all of their likes or their comments or their shares so that that's the engagement, and then you divide and you get a percentage. So that's an easy sure. formula that anyone can do. 
Yeah. You talked a little bit earlier about the cost. Obviously, there's a a time cost. I think sometimes people forget about the time because you will need to meet with the influencer and and be dedicated to making sure that it's successful and, and being a good partner yourself. But there's also, as you mentioned, there is a monetary cost. So talk to us a little bit about how you can determine what a post would cost or a campaign would cost and and how to create a budget for what you think you might need. Sure. So you do need to come up with an estimated budget before you start going in there because you don't want to look at influencers who have a 250,000 follower base and be like, well, I'm going to pay them $50 to post about that. It's just not realistic. <laughs> You're wasting their time. You're, um, it comes down to what is considered a uh, cost per thousand a CPM basis. And this is not a rule of thumb. This is a generality to lead from. There's so many things that go into establishing a cost per thousand basis. But usually you're seeing something depending on the type of post ranging from $5 to $30 for reaching that 1,000 follower base of that influencer. It's going to be impacted by their engagement level. It's going to be impacted by the number of posts they do for you. It's going to be uh, figured into the type of content you're creating. Video takes a lot longer than setting up a picture. But setting up a picture yes. can actually, you know, if you're buying props and you're creating a whole, like, aesthetically really pleasing look, that can take some time. And don't think that these influencers are just like popping in front of the camera and showing a product in their hands and smiling. That's it. When we start getting into those fashion and lifestyle influencers, I mean, they have gotten up. They have done their hair. They have the right outfit. They have the right jewelry. They have the right lighting. They have found the right environment to stand in. There's actually quite a bit to it. Let's talk about some of the biggest mistakes that brands make when approaching influencer marketing. I mean, you talked a little bit about them. You know, you don't offer somebody 50 bucks who's got, you know, 100,000 followers. That would be a mistake. Uh, The relationship would never get off the ground. But what are some of the other mistakes that brands make? Well, brands don't oftentimes decide beforehand what the KPI is, what the key performance indicators are. How are they going to judge whether an influencer partner is a success or not a success? And the influencer really, you know, they deserve the insight to know how they're going to be judged so that they can help you meet your end goal. So is that that you're looking for um, driving traffic to the brand's website? That means certain platforms aren't going to work real well. Like Instagram isn't going to allow you to click through on their grid. Now an Instagram story will, but Instagram won't. Neither will YouTube unless somehow you are embedded in that video at the end. Um, are you looking to get instantaneous downloads? Well, influencer marketing is not necessarily the best at getting instantaneous anything. They are great at brand awareness, but not at creating dollars right away, except for some very specific product categories uh, where you see the Kardashians and you see a gummy hair brand that allows you to have beautiful hair or to lose weight overnight. Those are kind of those magic Mm -hmm. formulas. Those are different worlds. But for most brands, influencer marketing, and this is where the big mistake comes in, is a brand awareness play. It is not a let's sell 5,000 of these shirts off the back of the truck overnight. 
Um, so, and it's also a long game. You have brands who come in and they're like, oh, you know, we just need to do, you know, a partnership with a handful of influencers. It is something that you have to continuously do. The goal here is if you close your eyes and you imagine like a big giant map and there's pins all over the place, you're trying to put your pins in different areas where one person is going to actually see it in the left side of that map and then the right side of that map and above where they're going to actually run across your brand in their social feed multiple times because now you actually have an authority building of who your brand is. All of these people are supporting it. They're seeing it everywhere and that leads to a successful campaign. So it's not one and done. So we've established the partnership and it's up and running. How do you safeguard that partnership? You are going to contract it. You are going to get everything in black and white and written down and signed off on before you actually send products so that everyone is on the exact same page. You know, I mentioned earlier in this podcast that you want to make sure that you have that influencer hashtag ad, hashtag sponsor above the fold in the post. And I can't tell you how important that is. It is legal. It is Mm -hmm. the requirement. And I get it that brands are like, oh, the influencer says there's a hashtag ad. Now everyone's turned off. It doesn't feel genuine. It doesn't feel like they actually liked my product. But that's not true. Uh, everyone knows the influencer is getting paid. And and actually, in many cases, influencers who aren't getting paid, when they add in a brand, everyone's assuming they're getting paid. So the assumption, bottom line, is if a brand is there in someone's feed, someone's getting money for it, whether that's true or not. So you might as well follow the laws because the fines that you or your agency are going to face are not worth not including that hashtag. Um, So that's something that's really important to have in the contract. You also want to make sure that you state how long the post is going to remain up. I mean, we've run into situations where the moment was paid an influencer, they take down the post. And you have really no recourse mm. unless you actually have in that contract that it's going to stay up for a minimum two weeks or four weeks or however long you want it. And just realize you do not need an influencer post to stay up for three months or six months or nine months. If they are continuously posting, your post is so buried, way down, down, down there, that no one's looking at it. It would be way better to spend that money that you're negotiating to keep that post up longer, because it would cost you more to keep it up longer, and be having that same influencer do another post in three months' time, or three weeks' time, Mm -hmm. or however long that is, so that you stay active on their feed versus not. You also want to make sure that you stipulate when the post is coming out. You don't want to say, hey, you signed a contract, I'm shipping this overnight, now I'm going to stalk you until you actually create this content. (laughs) (laughs) But you do want to give them a deadline because that, you know, no deadline leaves everyone up in the air about what's going on, and it's fair to ask for a deadline of when a post is going to occur. Stacy, it has been so wonderful talking with you today. Great takeaways. And you have even more on several different websites that you have. You have some blogs yourself and you have some other tools. Uh, tell us about some places that our listeners can go to if they want to find out more about influencer marketing or if they'd like to get in touch with you directly. Absolutely. So they can always go to our blog, blog.hollywoodbranded.com, where we have hundreds and hundreds of articles about influencer marketing as well as downloadable ebooks that are free. We also offer 
a course that ranges from beginning to advanced for those brand marketers out there or agencies who want to learn how to do celebrity and influencer marketing, where we provide a step-by-step guide on how to do each facet, how to protect yourself, how to find success. And you can find this at learn.hollywoodbranded.com. And then, of course, if you want to reach out to us, you can always email me, Stacy S-T-A-C-Y, at hollywoodbranded.com. Okay, so go out to hollywoodbranded.com. You can get to, I would imagine you can get to all the different things that you mentioned through that main site, correct? You sure can. Okay, and uh, Stacy at hollywoodbranded.com if you'd like to reach out to Stacy directly. Stacy, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Talking Business Now. And we also appreciate the support of our sponsor, Interrobang Solutions. Give them a call at 913-220-4251 or visit interrobangsolutions.com. And thank you for tuning in today. Please be sure to join us for the next episode of Talking Business Now. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.